Welcome to another episode of Overheard in the Pantry. On today's episode, we are talking Ariana Grande's wedding, Felicia's bone reading, and of course, we're getting into Olivia Rodrigo's Sour Album. If you're ready to get into all of these pop culture snacks, crack open the pantry door and uh, let's get into it. Hi, Felicia. Hello. What's going on? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) I love that that's just like catching on now. What's going on, gal? What's going on? Um, You know, not too much. Not too much. It is the end of May. I can't believe it. I'm sad about it. Yeah. I always get sad when May ends because May is like my month. Mm. You know? See, I was conditioned because in school, you know, we would always get out like the first week of June. So May ending was always exciting. Um, So I think that it's just kind of stuck with me that it's like, oh, summer's about to start. You said, thank the Lord, girl. Yes. Lord knows, you know, I hated going to school. Listen. (laughs) I was always the person that was really sad on the last day of school. Yeah. Because I've grown up to realize that I don't like changes in my routine. Mm -hmm. And so waking up and going to school, like, you know, the five days a week, every last day of school, I would always be, like, unreasonably upset. For Not every single year, but, like, if I ever ended the year with, like, friends that I had become really close to, girl, Mm -hmm. I was very traumatized by the last day of school. Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> so uh, when I, the school that I went to, it was like really small. So like, I mean, I knew the people that I started kindergarten with to like graduated high school with, you know, like we all knew each other. It was like that small of a class. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, even if you weren't in the cl- same class as your friends, you would still see them at lunch and stuff, you know? Oh, not me, girl. We had A, B, C, and D lunch, girl. So... You, if you were not in the, if you weren't in a, in a class with your friend or an elective with your friend or a lunch with your friend, girl, you might not see your friend until the weekend. Oh, wow. Yes. I think we, I think we just had A and B. So, and it like was every other day, I think like Monday, Wednesday, Friday was this day and Tuesday, Thursday. So you had like a couple of chances. Damn. They want a job to socialize. I guess so. <laughs> Our school was like, nah. You ain't never want to see your friends. Make new friends. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to socialize. They wanted you to socialize, too. They was lucky I was friendly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so it makes me think, you know, what time is it? Summer time. 
It's our vacation. What time is it? Party time. time. School's out. <laughs> Say it loud. Hey, where's that guy from? What's he up to? I don't know what he's up to, actually. Actually, I lied. People were making fun of him recently, and it really uh, hurt me personally. <gasps> I saw uh, that. Basically, there's this. There was this uh, picture of Zac Efron semi recently that had gone viral because it had appeared as though he had had some cosmetic surgery done. Um, his face looked a little bit different, and people were making fun of him and saying a lot of harmful and hurtful things. And honestly, it. It bothered me just because you never know what a person is going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and what if Zach woke up that morning and felt fantastic and then opened up Twitter and saw that the whole world was like mocking him for his looks, you know? Yeah, it really kind of it really makes me uncomfortable whenever people make fun of people's looks. And I feel like a lot of people still are doing that. And it, it really surprises me that so many people are like so OK with it. Because, like you said, you never know what someone's going through. I mean, like, it doesn't feel good for someone to pick on your appearance. So, like, you should realize you shouldn't do that with other people, you know? It makes me feel bad whenever I hear people, like, talking ugly about somebody's appearance. I don't know. I feel for him. Um, I haven't seen his Netflix series just yet. I've heard great things about it. But kind of want to check it out. We might have to give that one a watch. He's doing like adventure stuff. Interesting. And he ain't got no shirt on, so I'm in. <laughs> I never Shout out to Zach Efron. He was never somebody that I found attractive. I know like everybody like always thought he was so attractive and I just it never clicked for me. <laughs> Here's the thing, Felicia. Here's the thing. It's do you ever feel like someone is hot like wow, I would sleep with them versus wow. That's a really attractive man, but in a completely platonic way. Um, Because that's how I feel about Zac Efron. I would never sleep with Zac Efron, but I feel like as a man, I can say, a gay man, I can say that I find (laughs) him attractive, but I wouldn't sleep with him. I feel like he's another one like uh, Michael B. Jordan, like a good yogurt date friend, shoot the shit, a good happy hour friend, shoot the shit. But girl, he'd be in the woods, girl. I can't be doing all that. <laughs> I, I, I don't I'm know. Woods for a reason. <laughs> I guess it's like finding somebody just like, or recognizing that they're objectively good looking, I guess. See, because to me, like Zac Efron, like, I guess I can see why people think he's good looking, but I only know that because everybody says he's good looking, if that makes sense. So if you, if people weren't just saying Zac Efron were good looking, you would just think you were like a regular, degular kind of guy. Yes. Totally get that. <laughs> I so get that. Yeah. I feel that. Shout out to him though. I like Zac Efron. Um, I do too. And- I've loved, um, I've loved movies that he's in. The, um, what was the one? Like- 17 again. I own Seventeen again. I do too. Shout out to him. <laughs> that was he, had, good. he had a grip on us. He had that um that Noah Centineo grip on us. Oh my God, yes. Right. Doesn't yes. he kind of give you that that kind of moment? He does, except he's. I feel like he's a little bit smarter. I agree. 
Shout out to Noah Centineo, though. That's a good-looking pizza man. Noah Centipede. All I can think about is the leaked videos. What leaked videos? <laughs> you don't remember. Do you? Okay. Listeners, I'm so sorry. You'll have to fill in the gaps for yourself. But, Courtney, do you not remember when that 48 hours we were in New Jersey? <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Like, what? Girl, and... what dimension I lived through and don't own? <laughs> what video are you talking about? Did and I we... see the video, girl? Was it good? Oh. I'm sorry. I found the video. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Whoa. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> girl. You hadn't seen that? I don't remember, to be 100% honest. Oh, Noah. Well, Zac Efron will never do that. No, he will not. See, so, so you see what I mean? So he's got hints of him. <laughs> I feel that. Hints of him. Lordy. Mm. Well, Courtney, I am excited for the long weekend. I have been spring cleaning I pressure washed the side of my house. What? Thing oh, you're looking, the water you're looking up. It, it, yeah. Right? It's, and it's because you're holding the, you know, wand thing and it's water shooting out. It's heavy. What? Do you have before and after photos? On a scale uh, of 1 to 10, with 10 being a, a complete uh, transformation, how clean is your house from the before after the well, pressure washing? It's it's gonna be it's gonna be a well I mean my house the outside is just like you know dust I guess I don't know what I would like classify stuff it just has it has it's like that does it have like regular weather dirt yeah it's like it's like there's some dust on there um <laughs> so I have not done the whole house yet uh, stay tuned because Lord knows I told him to bring it back because I want to finish the job um but we did pressure wash off my back deck. And I had no idea the wood was the color that it is. Really? Yeah, just because I guess it had just never been pressure washed. Um, but it's very satisfying. I'll have to I'll have to send some pictures of how fresh the wood looks because it was just I don't know, just satisfying. You better come on, Queen of Clean. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I've been doing this week. I also last week I told you guys that I was gonna do a card reading. I was mistaken. I did a damn bone reading. Felicia, what the fuck is that? That actually happened on Real Housewives of Atlanta, actually now that you mention it. But go ahead. <laughs> so um the um lady who was doing the bone reading for me, she asks you several questions and you put different charms um into this bucket. And it's filled with, like, different animal bones. And um, you kind of spread them around. Like, you shake the bucket up. And then you dump them out and spread them around on the table. And um, someone can read the bones and say, like, okay, this charm is next to this uh, 
Foxbone, so this means that this, this, and this. Um, and it was really cool. I did it with one of my friends, and I, I went first. Um, we were both in there together, and I did my bone reading first. And it was just so weird because the lady was, like, saying stuff to me, and my friend was beside me. She's like, oh, my God, I even know what she's talking about because we were just talking about this yesterday. So it was really cool to, like, I don't know. It was, it was a really cool experience. I'd never had anything like that done before. A bone reading, girl. A bone reading. I'm not going to tell the podcast listeners some of the details, but um, you'll have to remind me and I'll tell you because there is something that I need to tell you because you got to help me with it. Now, I've never had a bone reading done before. Now, I've never had a bone reading done before. And I know you don't know her just yet. But there is a housewife that's called the Bone Carrier. Oh. And that's Miss Sheree Whitfield. And she carried them bones. That means she telling your business to the other person when you're talking about somebody else. She always tell, like, if you're talking about your girl, Sarah, she's going to go back and tell Sarah you was talking trash. Mm-hmm. She's the Bone Carrier. Um, but that's interesting. I'm sure that they have a lot of stuff like that out here. But I've never been to, like a psychic before i've always been curious Mm -hmm. um but i've never ventured out i'm sure there's like some cool ones here we'll have to go when you come visit yeah i'm sure there is the the thing is is um the person that did this i like there's somebody that i trust you know Mm -hmm. um because a lot of the times you go to things and people are like oh we do palm readings or we do this this and this and it's just kind of like i don't really like know how valid you are you know like how real this actually is um but this is someone that i'm like okay i know she's legit like she's i've talked to her several times before and she's told me she's studied this she even like had um a book up in case there were any bones in there that she like didn't recall right away like she was like i don't know i just was like i know she's not bullshitting you know she's a real professional yes priestess real in tune with her craft she's a priestess um, but yeah, it was really fun. Go off, girl. That's what I've been. That's what's been going on for me. <laughs> uh, well, for me, I haven't really done too, too, too much. Honestly, I've been kind of busy. Um, a lot of podcasts, <laughs> a lot of podcasts. In within the past like three weeks, I've done like a lot of interviews and talking about my experience on the circle and talking about even like lifestyle things. Like I did a podcast um, called like we're having gay sex. And I talked a lot about like my sex life and like a little bit of relationship stuff here and there, Mm -hmm. which was like different and new and refreshing. I don't know. It's like one of those things, Felicia, where it's like you speaking for myself I have, like, dreamt of, like, when I was younger, right? Like, I wanted to be on all that, Keenan and Kel, whatever, Amanda Bynes, mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, I would always, like, pretend to, like, be in interviews and, like, pretend to be, you know, talking about my business ventures or whatever. And mm-hmm. it's so weird to finally live that out. It's weird, you know? I, I know what you mean. I I used to do that, too. And actually, one of my favorite videos on the internet is Trisha Paytas, like, interviewing herself as if she's, like, Jimmy Fallon. Like, she's, like, literally, like, she's got 
a seat for like a late show host and she's sitting in this other one and you don't even hear anything but her answers i'm like that's literally what i used to do lordy she had the right idea girl it was so funny so i don't know i've just been like busy with talking to people which has been nice because i do like talking to people and it's been cool kind of like getting to experience like different personalities and of course there's like a networking aspect to it but at the end of it when i do like interviews and stuff i'm really just trying to like give the best to the person that's interviewing me because at the end of the day like they have a job they have an objective that they want to do right Mm -hmm. um so yeah that's been fun and that's really cool because maybe some people that have heard you on those other podcasts are now listening to this one holy shit if you're from um any of the other podcasts that i've done um zachary reality um that's a gay ass podcast uh you know all of the other ones i've done tea time podcast um hello welcome it is so divine to have you have some tea yes welcome (laughs) we um we did a podcast together also um this week that's another fun thing that we've done um the rest is just confetti the rest is just confetti i will never forget that name because that little mix song confetti is it It makes me think of that too (laughs) but um they were absolutely divine and lovely it was really cool y'all have to check that out um when it's available i thought that they were very sweet it felt like we were on like a weird platonic double date yeah yeah (laughs) but i loved like every second of it they were so warm and welcoming and like it was really nice to get to know like someone new like that via podcast it was like um we just clicked with them, you know? Like we it wasn't weird, awkward, nothing. It was like we knew each other already and we had like never spoke to them before. So it was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I cannot wait to hear it. Um we've gained some new friends now and uh we'll definitely share it um on our social media whenever the podcast comes out. So you guys will have to tune in. Oh yeah, don't miss that. Um, and also not even to get too deep into it, girl, but I have officially added the first member to my team, um, which has been really new and it's very fresh. Um, but I am very, very excited because I think that there are people that have expectations of me. I have expectations of me. Um, in terms of my career and what I'm going to do next. And I've done so many interviews, Felicia, where it's like, well, what are you going to do next? And what are you going to do next? And what are you going to do next? Um, and I've been working slowly but surely, which I know in this space is not the norm. Mm-hmm. But I know that when it's time for what is next, it will be of quality. It will be at the right time. And we're going to do it bigger and better, baby. Yeah. So I'm very I'm excited. excited. I'm it, it's been a while you. since I've been, like, proud of me. So I feel it feels good to be productive. You good. Know? I'm so glad. And I'm excited for you, too. This is going to be... It's just going to be so fun. Yeah, girl. <laughs> Come on, summer 2021. We turning up, get? Let's go. Summer 2021. <laughs> you know, we got to talk about... Sour. First off, did you see my TikTok? 
where I was lip syncing to that song and then it turns into misery business. Yes. 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 I, I commented on that. Yes. I yes. literally, I saw that come up on my for you page and I said, I've got a video of me whenever I was a teenager singing misery business. I'm doing this right now. So I literally got up and filmed it. <laughs> Alicia, I knew you wasn't about to play around with that. Uh-uh. Cause I, I had the footage. <laughs> I had to jump on that. But um, I really, really, really like the album. A lot of times for me, um, with any album at all by any artist, I have to listen to it a few times to really get into it. And I have been listening to this a few times and I've just been like, whoa, holy shit, this is really, really good. I've I've really gotten into it. Um, I'm, I'm excited that we have this. Listen, I feel like Olivia Rodrigo has taken up a lane that I have been waiting to be occupied mm-hmm. for a minute. Um, and she did it. She did it. And she did it well. Um, also, I want to say I enjoyed the fact that it didn't felt like it was an album that it that went on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And, on. Mm-hmm. and that's normally like a critique that I have, like that albums are kind of short. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I felt like it was short, but it still felt full. Um, and I like that Hope You're Okay song. I thought the album closer was great. I agree. The I mean, I'm always a fan of good track listing placements. I love to listen to an album from top to bottom. And the opener, Trade or Brutal. Oh, Brutal ate that. Oh, my God. Just the perfect perfect opener like it's you've you've got to have it I can really appreciate a good opener I mean and your first opening track for me because I'm you know a Taylor Swift fan is that first track has got to summarize the album and I feel like that's what Brutal did it was like bitch this is an album about being pissed off and being 17 yeah I agree and I know that it's weird to say because I'm like almost 30, but like I very much was able to relate to the themes in the album, which is how you know it's a great piece of work mm-hmm. is when it transcends the demographic that it's intended to impact, you know? Yeah. I mean, songs like uh, Jealousy, I mean, that is something that like anybody can relate to looking at people online and being like oh damn like she's so pretty or and I wish I could be her like I hate that I'm jealous of her um it's just I don't know amazing album I really like um good enough for you I like favorite crime I just love the harmonies in it um uh it's hard to pick favorites I think for me Good for you is one one of many, but one of the most like relatable songs on the project. Just because how weird is it that even in a platonic sense, right? Mm-hmm. You are in a interpersonal relationship with someone, and then all of a sudden you have a falling out, and then they try to put on the the facade as if you never existed and you're totally fine. And it's like, well, good for you. It's so good that you're doing great. It's so great that all the lessons that you took from this relationship that we had, you're doing so much better without me. Like, I thought that that was hella 
relatable and the delivery sonically was absolutely insane insane it's it's definitely a stand a standout track um and i feel like that's it i feel like it's just gonna blow up this summer i want it to and i need it to you know it's already topping the charts i mean lord we i don't even know all the statistics but i know she's just you know top of all the charts but um I really think that Good For You is going to kind of blow up this summer. I would love that. Shout out to her. Shout out to the youth for putting out good shit. Yeah. And I really also, um, I kind of like picked up that some of the songs sounded similar to some Conan Gray songs. And then I found out that they have the same producer. So I was Ah. like, oh, that makes sense. So when is Conan's big, big something, something? I think he and Olivia are going to team up. I think whatever Conan puts out next is going to be a smash for him. Because I, I, to me, Conan is following the same track as Troy. And I feel like he really blew up um, after he put out uh, the album that has, like, Bloom and stuff on it. Oh, oh my, my, my. We need Troy, Olivia, and Conan on the track. That's the song of the summer. And Taylor writes it. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's Jack it. Antonoff. <laughs> Get y'all want the coin? Y'all like money? Cause that's it. Could you imagine? My eyebrows burning off because of the excellence. Yes, we gotta add Lord in there too, though. Oh come on, Miss Lord A. Oh Lord, going give it to us. Lord is performing at that goddamn music festival, um, out there in Italy. Like we can't catch flights nowadays. Listen, I play with me, Lord. Play. I have very few like regrets, but one of my regrets is not going to the melodrama tour. Mm. I should have gone. I thought about it. I was like, damn, I fucking love this album. She's in Atlanta. There's tickets available. I have a friend going. I should go. Why are you not going? I think it was like a weeknight and, you know, Atlanta is like a two and a half hour drive. So yeah, I was like, damn, I'm going to be back super stuff. late. Yeah. So I think that that's what it was. But uh, she hadn't come back since. Girl, you know what it is now? You don't learn that motherfucking lesson and you ain't going to miss Lord again. Bet exactly. you, you bet you, you won't. I will be seeing her next tour. <laughs> <laughs> we rolling up to see Miss Lord A. We're not playing about you, sis. That's how I feel about Nicki Minaj. It was like... Oh, I was ready for, or maybe I missed a tour or something like that. And then it was like the Queen tour wasn't, it didn't happen in the U.S. And it's been like however many years later. And it's like, okay, I learned my lesson. I won't miss Nikki. Play with me. I don't give a fuck how much the tickets are. I'll be in the house. I'll tell you that. However, I got to get in. I don't think Nikki has toured since we have known each other. Uh no, she has. She has. Yeah. It was the last one. Th- not the last one. She did one. Oh wait, maybe you're right. You might be right, Felicia. <laughs> I'm trying to think if the last time I saw Nikki was before or after I had met you because I had saw her. I don't think I had known you yet. It might have been like close to when it's I. It's been, been too long either way. It's been way too long. Like, around that 2015 time was the last time I saw her in person. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's when we met. Yeah, that was a long time ago. <laughs> well, Nikki, come on back. Girl, she back. 
and I need I need more. I'm ready. We also um we found out that Miss Grande is now Miss Gomez. Girl. Now you know what's crazy, Felicia, is that on my live show, the Green Chair Chats on YouTube, mm-hmm. um, I spoke about Ariana and how she had planned to have an early summer wedding. Why did I wake up surprised? <laughs> I was like, t- you know me. I, I my show t- when I watch it back, I sound like the crazy conspiracy conspiracy theorist. Uh-huh. So it's like I'm like telling them, I'm like, there's the sources are saying Ariana's gonna. Ha-. It's like one of the last few episodes I did. It had to have been like one of the last two or three episodes. I, I feel did. like I remember that now. And and I'm like, she's gonna get married early summer. We've got the details. We've got the da, 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 da. and I woke up in complete shock that she had gotten married. Complete shock. I said, oh, my God, she married Dalton. Like, there's literally a video right here that says Justin Bieber's tough marriage, Ariana Grande's wedding details. Here it is. So, I mean, I obviously knew what was going to happen. But I was so surprised. But also, I don't know Ariana, and I've never met her. But I did feel this sense of just being proud of my friend in my head. You know what I mean? That's how I feel, too. I'm very happy for her. Um, I feel like I, I'm, she's not, honestly, I will be honest, she's not my favorite person in the world, but I also feel, like, um, connected to her, which sounds really weird, but I feel like she's gone through a lot of, like, tragic stuff. And it was, like, during times that I was also going through tragic stuff. So, like, she'd be putting out music that I could, like, really, like, kind of listen to and kind of heal to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So, it's just kind of cool to see her, like, so happy and have a win. It's kind of, like, it gives me hope. Now, when you say she's not your favorite person, do you mean musically or in terms of what she does in her life? Out um, of curiosity. You can cut this out, by the way. I think personality wise we wouldn't get along really yeah you think so yeah really felicia yeah i feel like she wouldn't like me so maybe it's just (laughs) i don't know maybe that's why i like don't i'm in shock because i feel like you're such an easy person to like so why wouldn't she you know what i mean because i feel like she's so cool you know and i'm not um i mean like i'm saying i love her like y'all i watched the um manchester concert thing that she put on and i cried Mm -hmm. the whole time like i i just feel like her in person like if we knew each other in person i feel like she would be she would not like me like maybe it's just because she's so like perfect looking i'm like scared of her (laughs) Felicia, I think, you know what I think? I could see you, and this is such a weird thing to say, and also feel free to cut this out, but I could see you and Ariana and her in the oversized bit in a world where they're not chasing her ass down. But I could see y'all walking through Manchester, having a, a ice lolly girl, just shooting the shit. I don't think that Ariana is that girl that you've pictured in your hair. I just think that she happens to be a cool chick that happens to be famous that also is aware that she's famous and that's kind of fucking cool and I know I'd be fucking cool if I knew that like you know what I don't think that she's too cool for down to earth ass Felicia I don't think that no I I don't know 
I think that that's what my hesitation has been, to be honest, because it's really, yeah, I think that that's what it is. I'm just like, uh, I feel like she would not like me. Like she kind of, you don't relate to her. I don't think it's that. I think, I think that that's what it is, is I feel like I do relate to her, but I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like she's too, too cool for me. But I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough about her to know that she is kind of like, you know, super down to earth. And I, I only ever see her like looking like a a doll, you know? Yeah. I think you and Ariana would get along, girl. I, I think, think so. Would, I think we would be able to really connect on things. Mm-hmm. I feel you. You know, because I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just I feel like a super I do. It, it's really weird. And I don't think I've ever talked about this with anyone before. But um, I I feel like whenever she was like going through some stuff, I was like, I felt it, you know, like it made me upset because I knew what that felt like, you know. Mm. So it was I don't know. I just feel I feel strongly connected to some of her music. Do you appreciate that she lived her life so publicly through everything that she's gone through? Yeah, but I also, um, it also made me worry for her. Mm. I I was like, I hope that this is, because a lot of times... A lot of the stuff that she was doing and, you know, she would we'd see her on that tour that she went on and she would be like crying like, you know, Mm -hmm. like on stage. It just it made me hurt because I was like, I hope she realizes she doesn't have to do this because just because something bad happened doesn't mean that she needs to do things to make herself suffer. Do you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. sometimes whenever like shitty things happen. Um, you're like, oh, I have to push myself because I deserve to feel this pain. Mm. Um, because I lost this person, this person, this person. So I need to keep feeling this pain. So you do things. And I was worried that she was doing that because she clearly was sad and struggling. Uh, but I was hoping that it was just something that was helping her heal rather than hurting her. Mm-hmm. That's how I looked at it. I looked at it as like she needed to face it, feel it in order to progress past it. Yeah. But I also, I so get what you mean. You know what I mean? Because even if, like, and I'm sure that's what it was, or I hope that that's what it was, is that she was using that, like, it was healing instead of hurting. Mm -hmm. Um, But even that, it still affected me because I was like, I know that it still is, it's going to be, it's painful either way. Mm-hmm. You know, but hopefully at the end of it, she did come out feeling healed. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe she would like me then. I don't know. Maybe I've changed my opinion because I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I listen to her all the time. I mean, she was like one of my top Spotify artists. I she got I one bad album in the bitch. Not Ariana. <laughs> I will forever say this on record. I've tweeted this more than once, I'm sure. Ariana Grande does not have one bad album to me. Not one. Not one of them bitches ha- is bad. Not one. And I am so sorry if Ariana's the the kind of celebrity that is offended by the word bitch. 
But not one of those albums is bad. Not one is subpar. I love them all like they are my children. Period. She's talented. And she sing her ass off. I mean, she does have a Broadway voice, but I do like her. Good point. And I forget that. I think that's why Good it maybe point. took me a little bit longer to get with her because because of the Broadway voice. The first album was a little bit more theatrical than the others, but I think that they were trying to steer her into like a Mariah Carey uh-huh. type of thing. And then mm-hmm. she was like, girl, no, it's time to shake our ass and let me get up on this stool. And I said, damn right, on album number two. Whoo, they sleep on that second album, Felicia. That second album got the hits. There's hey. actually, there's a song on Olivia's album that reminded me of um, her song Moonlight. Really? Yeah, it had the same like melodies because Moonlight is one of my like favorite songs, just like in general. But it it had like the same tone to it. I I don't remember which one it was though. Me. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe we'd be besties then. <laughs> You've changed my perspective. Be our bestie, Ariana. I mean, I'd be down for that. I'll be I'll be good Judy's with Ariana Grande. I think that she'd be a lot of fun, and I feel like she know she. I don't know. I could just get the sense that she's cool as fuck. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she'd be chilling. She just want to drink potentially. Like when she's just chilling. Like I feel like she want to not do too much unless she feel like doing too much, and I can get yeah. down with that. Moderation. It's more about my own insecurities, to be honest. <laughs> You know, it's like, because I feel like I'm not cool enough. Like, I'm not worthy of being around her, you know? Felicia, you a baddie. Stop it. (laughs) Now you acting up. Now you need to believe. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, I know that we are getting close to time, but I just have to ask you about the animal speaking, because that's something that just comes up on my TikTok sometimes and I forget to mention it to anybody so I have to mention that to you. What are your thoughts on us teaching animals to speak? Felicia, what is this bullshit you put in this document? <laughs> Listen, have you not seen these animals speaking? <gasps> Why are we teaching animals to speak? Steven lady. So, I found I came across this TikTok y'all. First off, I'm sure that you guys have seen Bunny, the damn dog, that was going viral, I think, last summer or the one before, where the woman put up little buttons and she was teaching the dog to speak. And the dog was literally, like, communicating with her. Y'all, they got the cats doing it now. (laughs) I saw a TikTok of the cats doing the little button things. I couldn't believe it. I don't know how... Y'all, they got the cats doing it now. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I kind of like... You know, that you could have a conversation with the animals, but, like, it's kind of, like, a little bit, like, what could they do with that power? Felicia, you don't want to talk to your uh, your children? If I had them damn button things, my um, Lucy Goose, she would be sitting on the button that says, lady, lady, <laughs> lady, all the time. So, no. <laughs> I don't want those. Lady, girl, get your ass over here and fill up this goddamn bowl. Uh-uh. I'd, it would be like 4 a.m. And I would just hear it. Lady? lady? Food? Treat? Treat? <laughs> oh, we'd be doing my the God. Podcast. We'd be doing the podcast and y'all would hear it. Late, girl, you would have to put it up. 
That's all it is. When you go to sleep, put it up. You ain't got God, shit to say. Go to sleep. That's, like, you can't speak anymore. That's, that's like even more traumatizing. Girl, no, it's not even that, girl. And that's all it means is that when, okay, when mommy put up the little mat with our buttons on it, that means it's time to I'm go to sleep. Try- Good night. I'm not trying to aerial them. Girl. I don't want to take their voice away. Girl, we going to Ursula this, girl. We going to put them buttons right in the pantry. Good night. <laughs> Lady. Y'all can talk in the morning. Good night. Listen, I just had to I had to express that to someone. I hope somebody feels me on that because I, it just blows my mind that it's possible, but I guess it is. What are some weird ways that you guys teach your animals to communicate with you? Tweet the podcast. Ricky needs to teach Luna how to. You know pigs are smart. Pigs are very smart. Shout out to Luna the pig and Oliver the corgi. <laughs> so Ricky needs to teach Luna. Then, then whenever you went to check on Luna for Ricky, he, he could be like, hey. Oh, my God. Lady, lady. As soon as I walk in the house, lady, lady. You got that right. <laughs> Lord. Well, Courtney, I think we are coming up on our time here. Already, Felicia? Mm, that was a big old country Who accent. That, girl? <laughs> that was my good southern accent. I love it. You 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 sound real country there, Courtney. Oh yeah, that's my my imitation of my friend. He's got a little bit of a country accent. Mm. So shout out to him. I love it. <laughs> so um, we've got Pride Month coming up, and we have some fun episodes planned for that. Oh yes, we do. You better get your Pride Brigade ready, baby. So make sure you subscribe or follow us wherever you are listening. Um, we also have a Twitter and Instagram account. Please uh, review the podcast and leave a nice little note to us. Yeah. And email us if you have something to say. Yes, that would be so fun. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. It would be fun to see some reviews and like read them out or like some emails if you guys have suggestions. So um, please feel free to reach out. We love to chat. And with that, we'll see you next time. Mm. I was trying to think of something to rhyme and be, you know, like Dr. Seuss, but um, can't think of anything. So we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.